This is the Elite Development Podcast, a show with the aim of helping athletes evolve in every element of their careers through real-world advice and experience. I'm your host, Kenny Dussault. I'm a strength and conditioning coach in Calgary, Alberta, with a singular focus on building better athletes. And now, let's get to the episode. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast, the show designed to help athletes gain an edge on their opponents and build their dream careers in sport. I'm your host, Kenny Dusso, and today we are going to be talking about three things you should not be looking for when you're hiring a strength and conditioning coach. So the reason I wanted to bring this to you is because over the weekend, I was thinking a lot about you know, the goals of this show. I was thinking a lot about, you know, what I'm trying to get across with this show. I was thinking a lot about, you know, who I'm trying to reach with this show and the topics that are going to best benefit that person. Now, we talk a lot about mindset. We talk a lot about things that I feel are very under talked about. That seems like awkward wording, but the things that we don't get talked about as much in the world of high performance sport, because Honestly, there's so much talk about the skills. There's so much talk about, you know, the money, the fame, all of that stuff that we skip over what it really takes to get there. But one of the big things I realized that I haven't spoken on enough, in my opinion, is the myths to watch out for. Because we talk a lot about the mindset. We talk a lot about, you know, what it takes to get there, what it takes to build that career you're looking for. But what about the things to watch out for, the things you don't want? And so today... We're going to talk about the three things you do not want to look for when you are building your career in sport. Now, the first thing that you do not want to look for when you're building your career in sport is a laundry list of certifications from a strength coach. Because if you're talking to a strength coach and the only thing that they can bring to you is say, hey, look at this long list of certifications that I have. As much as that seems like a weird thing to say, you don't want your coach to be too qualified. The problem with a lot of these certifications is that you can get them in a weekend. So if you are working on building a career for yourself, if you're working on gaining the experience, gaining the knowledge, gaining all of these things that are going to serve you long term, Becky, thanks for being here. I appreciate you. Um, Then what you don't want to look for is someone who just likes to sit in a classroom and learn. You want to look for the person who has the experience. Right. So what I mean when I say that, not that having certifications is bad. I want to make sure I make that clear. I'm not sitting here saying that you should only look for someone if they're not certified. But the issue with a lot of these certifications is that you can get them in a weekend and you get them by sitting in a classroom, listening to someone speak and then writing an open book exam. So if someone has a whole laundry list of these certifications and that's how they're trying to impress you, not that they're necessarily bad at what they do. But all that tells me is they're good at sitting and listening to somebody speak. That does not tell me that they know how to coach. That does not tell me that they understand communication. That doesn't tell me that they know how to take that knowledge they've learned and actually apply it to real people in the real world. Does that make sense? Because, again, certifications are not a bad thing, but people get wrapped up in them. People go, oh, wow, look at these 10 to 15 certifications this person has. I should absolutely train with them. The person you're looking for, if you're truly trying to build a career for yourself, needs to be more than just someone who has money and a lot of spare time to sit in a room and listen to someone speak about training. What you need to be addressing and what you need to be assessing when you're speaking to this person is, do they know how to take the information they've learned in their 
Do they know how to take the information they've learned in those certifications and apply it to the real world? So when you're when you're speaking to a coach and they're trying to look at just all of their laundry list of certifications, instead of just getting wrapped up in that, start asking questions deeper into that. Oh, within these certifications, what kind of stuff did you learn? How is that stuff going to apply to me? How is what you're doing going to make me a better athlete? What am I going to be able to gain from you and take back into my sport to be successful as an athlete? Because if they can't answer those questions, then that's a problem. If their only answers for those questions are, well, I have a lot of knowledge. So if I have a lot of knowledge, that means I can help you probably turn and run because that is not someone who can necessarily help you. That is just someone who is good at reading books. That is just someone who is good at listening, sitting and listening to someone speak about training. That is not someone who knows how to take that information and apply it to the real world and apply it to you and help you be successful. Now, number two, the second thing you want to make sure you are not looking for in a strength and conditioning coach, and this might sound a little bit biased because this does definitely apply to me, but you do not want to just look for someone who's huge and ripped and jacked because first off, building muscle and training for sport are two very, very different things. So again, it's not that someone being jacked is a bad thing. It's not that someone being jacked means that they're going to be a bad coach, but if all you're looking that is, wow, that guy's huge, or wow, that girl's shredded, and you say, that's going to help me train as an athlete, you're way off. Because again, being able to build muscle and understanding the science behind building muscle does not mean that this person is going to help you, is going to be able to help you train to be athletic. So again, this doesn't mean it's a bad thing, but you need to dig deeper. So if you're talking to this huge ripped coach and you're asking them questions about how they're going to help you actually achieve your goals as an athlete, how they're going to help you advance your career, and all they're talking about is lifting weights, all they're talking about is, you know, all the bodybuilding stuff that they do and all of their training methods that they've used on themselves, that is a huge red flag. Because again, while yes, being strong is an important thing for athletes. Dustin, what's up? I appreciate you, man. While yes, being strong is an important thing for athletes, you want to make sure that you are strong if you're going to compete at a high level in sport. Being able to build muscle and being able to train as an athlete are two different things. So instead of just letting yourself get wrapped up in what this coach knows about bodybuilding, what this coach knows about lifting weights, about getting huge, start asking questions again about training for your specific sport. Start asking questions again about how that knowledge, how that understanding, how those competitions or whatever it is they've been doing, how they can take that and apply it to your specific situation. How they can take that and apply it to you being able to condition yourself to compete in the sport. For you to be able to condition yourself to compete for the duration that the sport requires of you. So one of the really important things with that if you're talking to a coach and they're talking just about their lifting, they're talking about their strength training, they're talking about what they were able to do for themselves and how they got jacked. Yeah, that is definitely a good thing that they have some training knowledge. I just see a comment come in from Ramil, no pecs, no sex. I mean, you know, that's one way to look at it for sure, but there might be a little bit more to it. 
Um, but if you're talking to a coach and they're talking about their bodybuilding, they're talking about all that stuff that they did just to get huge. Yeah, that's fine that they have some training knowledge, but start asking them questions about your specific situation, about your specific needs. Because as an athlete, again, although obviously pecs are very important, Ramil, although pecs are very important, you need to be able to move. You need to be able to change directions quickly. You need to be able to go hard as an example, because I'm thinking of Ramil now as an example, you need to be able to go hard for three five minute rounds as an MMA fighter. And just bodybuilding, just building muscle is not going to help you necessarily do that. Now, the third thing that I want you to be very conscious of when you're looking for strength coaches that you do not need, you do not need someone who is a successful athlete in your sport. Because again, the job of a strength and conditioning coach is not to build that specific athlete. So as an example for myself, I do a lot of work with MMA fighters do a lot of work with boxers, Muay Thai fighters, a lot of combat sports. I have never fought a day in my life. And a lot of people are surprised when they hear that. But the reason that I can work with that, that population without having actually done that sport myself is because, first of all, I am not teaching them how to throw punches and kicks. I am not teaching them how to perform in their sport I am building the biomechanics of the body. I am building the functionality of the body in order to help them perform at a higher level. Because if I can build them up stronger, if I can build them up faster, if I can help them be better conditioned for the demands of the sport, now their MMA coaches, boxing coaches, Muay Thai coaches, whoever else it is, have a better athlete that they can now turn into a better fighter. So you do not need somebody who has been a successful athlete in that sport. You need someone who understands the human body, understands the energy systems, understands how to properly build athletes who then can be turned into higher level athletes specific to any given sport. So I hope that all makes sense. We're just going to go through a quick recap and then we're going to wrap up for today. But number one thing that you do not need to look for when you are looking for a strength and conditioning coach is a laundry list of certifications. Coaches love to flash, hey, look at all these classes and look at all these letters that I have behind my name and look at all these pieces of paper I've got saying that I'm smart. But again, being smart and being able to apply that intelligence into the real world, into working with athletes are two very different things. So being smart is great, but if you have no ability to apply that, if you don't know how to take that knowledge you've gained and apply it to real-world situations, apply it to real-world people, and apply it to the individuals that are in front of you and help them, then that intelligence is not useful. Now, the second thing that you do not need to look for when you are looking for a strength and conditioning coach is someone who is jacked. Because again, being able to put on muscle and being able to train someone specific to the demands of a sport are two very different things. It's all well and good if they've got some training knowledge. However, being able to train to get huge and being able to be trained to get fast, explosive, strong, and conditioned for the demands of a specific sport are two entirely different things. So don't get wrapped up in that. You need to be digging deeper and you need to be asking about their knowledge. Number three, and the final thing that we need to make sure we are not looking for when you are hiring a strength and conditioning coach 
if you're not looking specifically for someone who was a high level athlete in that sport. Now, again, this does not mean that they won't be good, but someone having competed in MMA, as an example, does not mean they know how to train MMA fighters. They could have been a very skilled fighter that had very poor conditioning. They could have had decent conditioning, but just blindly listened to coaches over the years and not actually taken away and understood that what they do doesn't necessarily work for everyone. There are a lot of factors that go into it. And just being skilled in the sport is not the only one you need to look for. So again, I want to reiterate that none of these things that I mentioned here mean that a coach is going to be bad, but you need to dig deeper than just looking at those things. Don't sign up with the guy who used to fight just because he used to fight. Ask him questions about how he coaches. Ask him questions about how the stuff he's going to do with you apply directly to you. Ask him questions about his coaching philosophy or her coaching philosophy, because that might not line up with you. They might be a very good coach, but the way they coach might not work well with you as an athlete, and you need to dig deeper into that. The same thing, don't get swept up in the fact that someone has a long list of certifications that they can throw in your face. Understand that that is one area of expertise, which is great, but if they're not able to actually take it and apply it to you, that is not going to be useful to you. And finally, understand that just because someone is huge and can barely fit through the front door of the gym, that does not mean that they know how to train athletes. So I hope this was useful. I hope you were able to take a little something away. Um, and that is it. That is all for the podcast today. It's a nice quick one, but I hope you guys are able to learn something. If you were, I would kindly, I would very much appreciate you leaving a review for the show, leaving a rating for the show on your favorite platforms, and also sending me a message. All the ways to do that are going to be in the show notes below so that you can get in touch with me. Let me know what you're taking away. Finally, Go check out the podcast on any of the major platforms, uh, Apple, Spotify, or you can check it out at the website, which is also going to be linked in the show notes below. So for all of you who are here right now, I appreciate you taking the time to come on and join me today. And for everybody tuning on the replay, I appreciate you as well. And I look forward to talking to you all again very soon. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, I would greatly appreciate if you subscribed and left a review for the show. As well, I would love to hear what your biggest takeaways were from the episode. My contact info is linked below. Send me a message and let me know what you thought. As always, I'm your host, Kenny Dusso. Thank you again and see you next time.